true. Sometimes we don't feel like talking. Sometimes we're not in the mood to talk. And this is healthy. I love talking. But sometimes even Father, Father Falenchik knows, uh-uh, I'm going to my room, bye-bye, bye-bye. Uh, he knows where to find me. Sometimes we don't feel like talking, and it's a total, it really is a healthy thing. Uh, times when you need to just shut down communication, right? Like retreat uh, into silence and just to be with your thoughts, be with your feelings, be with the Lord. But what is unhealthy, however, is a fear of talking to people. This is something that God does not desire, the fear of talking, of being with other people, the fear of being ourselves. Because life is full of unexpected moments, unexpected conversations. And these conversations that come across us can go from being mere inconveniences to being something that's uncomfortable, painful, disturbing. And what's easier sometimes um, out of this, this fear of having to converse, what is easier sometimes is texting, you know, LOL, what's your ETA? It's easier sometimes to message people, right? Whether it's your phone, your Facebook, your Twitter, your uh, stuff, that other stuff that's out there that I don't know about. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But these are all good things. Social media, are, it's, it's an invention of our time. It's a great thing. But just the awareness, you know, of this great tool becoming a compulsion for us to have that distance, right? To be an obsession, to be an addiction, or a trap to fall into, where social communication can become social anxiety. It can actually do harm. It can make a person socially dysfunctional by being addicted to conversing in this way, to have a filter between people. And that fear of being known by another person, being seen, being heard, opening your mouth, right? Uh, we understand this, but it is an addiction. And so many people, I think, are hardwired toward living more virtual lives than real lives. You know, to hide safe behind a screen when you talk with somebody, to be able to choose who you talk to and when precisely you will talk to them. And then we plan and we edit every word. We can write something and go, no, no, that's not right. You know, or we can, uh, <laughs> or we can stop and edit what we've already said to someone else. And then we can seal our emotions from other people. Uh, they don't know how we really feel and we don't really know how they feel. And so obviously, God gave us this tool of technology, but this is not what he intends. He wants real encounter. That's how we can open our hearts. And I think we all know the times when we've been um, so fixed on our phone, are we missing other conversations that God intends for us to have? I know we've all missed that boat at some point. And so we have to confront this fear of being with a person face to face, you know, eye to eye, and let our words be known, let our, our, um, our face, our expressions, let these things be known, because we all have that hesitancy sometimes. I know, I know. Um, if I open my mouth, what is going to come out? If 
I open my mouth, what am I going to say? What will I show the person I'm talking to? Will they receive me? Or will they deny me by putting myself out there? And this shows a truth. This shows a truth of our nature. And uh, the, the good word proclaims, right? When a sieve is shaken, its husks appear. And for, in the same way, it says, someone's faults appear when they open their mouth to speak. And the fruit of a tree shows the care it's had. In the same way, it says, does one speech disclose, disclose the bent of their mind? I think what that means is when we choose to be in front of a person and let them see the whites of our eyes and our face and we speak, our heart comes out. There is no real separation of our words and where they come from. There are no meaningless words, whether good or evil. Words have meaning. They can be helpful or harmful, but they show the truth in our hearts. There is no separation. So when we open our mouth to speak to others, we are revealing how we're doing, how we are, uh, our feelings, and reveals who we are and where we are in our life. And so for most, this reason would be a perfect reason to hide behind a screen. Do not show your hand. Do not show who you are. But we know as Christians that whatever we hide only hurts us. Whatever we hide only hurts us. And if everything isn't brought to the light of Christ, uh, who is our our friend, the one person who will never judge no matter what we show him and will heal and strengthen everything that we show him, right? And something came to mind this past Friday. Um, I went to the first Friday club. I don't know if you ever heard of that. Uh, there's this, um, it was like an event. It was a presentation, a lunch. I came for the food. But there was this first Friday gathering and uh, all the, and there were students from all the Catholic schools in the area that came to this, right? And then there were representatives from the various Catholic high schools to get up and give a witness about the school they were at. And one young man in particular, just his transparency uh, blew everyone away. So it was his job to stand before all, the peop all these people and, and give a witness about his experience at the school. But I think he even said, my heart uh, was telling me to share something about myself. And he shared, he really shared just himself. He told us about um, his experience with the Lord, right? And just some deep moments of conversion where, where he found friendship with Jesus. And he told hundreds of peers he told parents, he told teachers, he told priests about his addiction to uh, pornography and masturbation, like for years, right? How close must he have been to the Lord to have the courage to tell hundreds of people about this addiction? And he said uh, it was ruining his relationships, it was ruining uh, his life, and he said when he finally just out of desperation, right, just came to the light and told Jesus everything. He gave him the power, 
right to take away uh, the power of this addiction. And so thanks be to God, right, for his courage uh, to open his mouth and open his heart. And I will always be inspired by that young man. So greater than any fear, anxiety that we have is the truth, right, is that if we can tell it to God and know that he accepts us, if we can tell it all to God and know he doesn't judge us, but he loves us, just totally in it, whatever, then whom else shall we fear? Who else do we have to fear if we can bring it all to God and be accepted by him and be loved? And I feel like our confidence um, when we doubt ourselves these are Jesus' words, okay? A good tree does not bear rotten fruit. A good tree cannot bear rotten fruit. And neither can a rotten tree bear good fruit. And he says, a good person, out of the store of goodness in their heart, will produce good. So this is not about our merits, which is good news. There's nothing we can do to change the fact that we are made good and we are strengthened, we are redeemed, and we're good because we cannot lose uh, Jesus and he lives through us. Anything good about us is him living through us, so we cannot lose that. And the times when we uh, doubt ourselves, right, know that his goodness is greater than our failures and our weakness. So may we all open our mouths, uh, let ourselves be known, let our voice be known, and let the voice of our heart be known to whoever God wants us to blab to, and let God respond to the voice of our heart uh, every day.